So I'm over the moon to announce that we've got a new sponsor. It's BDO, who are the trusted accountancy and advisory firm that you may know. BDO is the perfect partner for our podcast, as we both love to help entrepreneurs build high-value businesses, and BDO are always there to help advise people like you on how to succeed. I had the pleasure of meeting a few of the team at the Publican Awards, and I found out they were massive fans of the podcast, were obsessed with the success of our industry, and also a million miles away from the grey-suited drones that you usually deal with. To check out more about BDO and how they can help you get to the top, go to bdo.co.uk. Supersonic! 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 From Supersonic Inc., this is the Mark McSee Supersonic Marketing Podcast. The rocket fuel podcast for food, drink and hospitality businesses everywhere. Listen up, tell all your friends and share with your colleagues. Every single episode is packed full of tips, tricks and advice on how you can make your brand boom. So today I'm down in Brixton and I've just popped into Pop Brixton and had an amazing experience at Suvlaki Street. Really love those guys, love what they're doing. And if you can get a wrap with some amazing chicken, some halloumi, and also stick a few chips in there, then it makes a Scotsman very happy. After that, I was heading along to Move Digital's head offices where Geraint and Will were just so welcoming and giving me their space to help record a podcast with one of hospitality's legends. Today, I bring you Mr. Marcel Kahn. So what a career, what an outlook in life, what an energetic, positive person. The podcast ahead is just something of pure quality, or fried gold, as he might say. Marcel's had an amazing career through hospitality, a bit of failed musicianship, but really supports the music industry and all that he does. He's out at gigs every single night and his Instagram just makes me so jealous. Marcel talks about his time at Nando's, his time at Five Guys, his time at Lockfine, and of late, his time just becoming this new CEO of Thunderbird Fried Chicken. It's an incredible story. It's an incredible product. And we also had the real pleasure of having salted caramel wings. Make of that what you will. Do go and try them. I thought they were absolutely outstanding. Hope you enjoy the podcast. It's going to be a great, great episode. It gives me the most fried gold pleasure in the world to welcome my long-term digital friend, but new and real life friend, Mr. Marcel Kahn. Hey. Hello. How are you? The CEO of Thunderbird Chicken. Is Apparently, that what we're saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> T-boy. Have you got the business card yet? Is I that have got the business card. Saving the planet, man. Aye. <laughs> nice. So thanks for coming along and Move Digital are hosting us today. So that was so nice of the guys there who do the Voice for Voice podcast. So cool. if you want to know about voice stuff and AI, then they do all that. So they're very good. They're very good boys. So we're right in the heart of Brixton. Which is a good place to be. It's a great place to be, because that's where you've opened. Hey! In Eddie Grant land. Aye, Electric <laughs> Avenue. Right in the middle. Um, so, God, this could go on for hours, potentially. So, let's say this is part one yeah. of many chats, probably. Um, and I think I was just so keen to get you on the podcast, because the experience you've had would even be enough. But also there's stories to tell of where you're going. Cool. And then there's a slight tangent on music stuff that we could talk about forever as well. Um, so we could do all that. So I guess Chicken and music. Chicken and music, there uh, you go. I'm good. Can we talk about beer as well? <laughs> yeah, yes. In fact, there's beers in that fridge, so yeah, we can maybe do that. Okay. <laughs> so let's go back. Where did it all start, this hospitality thing? Yeah, I, well, I used to be a professional ballet dancer. Um, really? Yeah, which is really funny because wow. we, we do. So, so Matt, the founder of Thunderbird, used to be a, a race car driver, and we start our, our team inductions 
uh, with what do you get when you put together an ex-ballet dancer and an ex-race car driver. Ride gold, baby. Um, yeah, no, so I, I used to be in the arts and then I, I got an injury, um, decided to become a world-famous rock star, um, wanted to move to London because that's where Adam Out was from. And I thought, well, if that's, that's, if that's, if that's where God lives, yeah. that's, that's where I must go. Um, so I came to the UK to become a, a rich and famous rock star. From, uh, from where originally? I grew up in Lethbridge, Alberta, in the middle of Canada, okay. middle of nowhere. I'm originally from Holland, then Canada. Uh-huh. Uh, did my dance thing in Canada, uh-huh. in Toronto. And then uh, injury, came to London, famous rock star. Playing what or singing uh, or what? I used to pose with the guitar, but okay. I used to be lead singer. Okay. Yeah, but that was terrible. Um, <laughs> it took me about eight years to figure out I was terrible. My wife, or my now wife, was actually going out with my producer at the time. Oh. So I got a wife and lost a producer. But she was the first to ask me if I knew anyone that wasn't either related to me or that was my friend who liked my music. And the answer to that question was no. So, what kind of music was it? What was the genre? In my head, I was. We were. I was. I say I we because I was like Nine Inch Nails. It was only me, but I pretended to be a band. Yeah, yeah. Um, And it was a cross between Depeche Mode and In Excess. I'd say. That's not too bad a place to be, is it? I had the pose down, but the, but the music really sucked. <laughs> and, and, and yeah, not the heroin addiction or the... No, the, I didn't the, have that down either. Or, or the glamorous girlfriends. Yeah, um, <laughs> the Kaylee Minogue. But the pose, I, I had that that down, but that was literally the only bit that was working. And band names? Noise and Colours. Okay. And, and you stuck with that all the way through? Pretty much, actually. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then I did a bit of, did a bit of writing stuff and, yeah. uh, and the whole Euro thing, mm-hmm. uh, which is probably before your time. <laughs> Uh, so wrote a few tracks and basically it was all rubbish but like every other um, starving artist that always worked I've worked in catering since I was 14 I'm 53 now and my first job actually was flipping burgers in in, um, in Burger King in Tottenham Court Road oh yeah and when we opened Five Guys um on the same site. It was like literally almost 30 years later. It was the same site? Yeah, and I'm like, oh my God, 30 years on, I'm still flipping burgers in exactly the same building as when I landed off the boat from Canada. It's, oh, I, I, I don't think I'm the world's greatest achiever, but <laughs> it was really fun actually. Um, but yeah, so always always worked in catering. Um, and, and, and when my wife delivered the, the shock, awe oh, news, you, you suck at music. Um, the only thing I kind of knew how to do it was restaurants yeah and then so when was like the first serious job you know in terms of moving up the ranks and then into you know sort of middle management or off of the shop floor what was what was that I don't know you know you kind of I kind of look with hindsight and, and it it feels like all of those bits and all the stepping stones were really important. Ooh. So I did five five years. I was part of the launch team for Planet Hollywood, uh-huh. which way back in the day was really cool. It was massive, you yeah. know. It was, and, and it was the highest. I, I think our weekly sales were at one stage the highest in the world for any restaurant. It was insane. Right. And um, I learned so much there, you know, and, and really basic stuff about you know keeping a door open and if somebody wants to come in and if there's a group of six they want to share, you know, a basket of fries and all have tap water, treat them like gods, and they'll come back and People next time they'll this, order right? two baskets of fries. Yeah. So the real nuts and bolts of, of hospitality. Um, you know, I did five years there and, and, and learned so much. Um, from there I went to Belgo Group, uh, worked with Andre Plisnier. It's really funny because his kid and my kid uh, are best mates. They now live together. That's uh, yeah, it's really cool. Um, <laughs> And again, and Andre is like one of my heroes. I don't know if you know Andre. I know um, of him. I don't know him. Yeah. Oh, he's amazing. Yeah. A real eaten, educated, but total left wing thinker. And, and yeah, one of my one of my catering heroes, actually, if not my yeah. total catering hero. Belgo was an amazing place, certainly at first. Was. You know, because I came down in I think it was ninety nine, and we went there a few. And I was just you know wee kid from backwater Scotland or whatever, and you're seeing this and. The beer list as long as your arm and the food and the buzz and the. Well, and you had monks, people dressed as monks delivering beer yeah. and taking it, you know, super serious. I actually competed in the, in the, I've forgotten about this actually, in the um, Stella Artois, I used to do something called the Draft Master and it was oh. uh, pouring beer, basically the champion beer pourers of Europe. Uh-huh. And I, I, I was proud to represent 
the UK in that. I didn't do so well, I must say. But uh, but the practicing was yeah. pouring beer yeah. perfectly, yeah. or you try and presenting it yeah. perfectly. But in in the practicing, you'd throw away beer, and that 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 caused a moral conundrum that I've never quite reconciled. Myself <laughs> what were you with. doing there? Were you doing the head? Yeah, everything had to be perfect, yeah, 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 and yeah. the consistency of the ball. And I, I'm a bit of a beer nerd, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I represented, but I didn't represent as well as I might have. I think I came number 29 out of 60 or something. That's so. not too shabby. Top half. And then Belgo and then we are. And, Belgo, and then I went to, um, and I think that's when I started taking it seriously. Yeah. Because um, um, right around that time, I guess I had my kids. Yeah. And, and I was like, oh shit, I'm, I'm going so to be grown up now. And um, thought about actually what it is I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, knocked on the door for uh, to Nando's because I loved Nando's. I was a real fanboy. I my my first Valentine's Day with my wife, I took her to some fancy place that, uh, in Earl's Court. It was their third site, so the early early days. And I remember we we had a table all set up. It was presents. It was champagne. It was cheese fondue, and that was the first course. I was like, babe, but for the second course. I'm going to, I'm going to really, this is really special. I've been planning it for ages. And I took her to Nando's and it was, and it was before Nando's became the religion that it is now. Yeah. Um, but I was always like a super fan. I was like, mm. God, I want to, I want to go work there. Knocked on the door. They didn't have a job. Um, but they were setting up a, a joint venture with Spirit Group at the time, okay. uh, which turned into Perry Pub Company. Oh, uh, opened up a, yeah, no, and it was a joint venture between Spirit and Nando's. And, right. and uh, yeah, did that for a couple of years, and then Robbie decided that that you know sharing his money wasn't necessarily the greatest idea, and really you know he just wanted to focus on Nando's, Nando's, Nando's. Um, at that what stage, what year was that? Oh gosh, that'd be about seventeen, eighteen years ago now. Right, I guess. Yeah, yeah. so around two thousand maybe. 2002. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I'm really bad with yeah. <laughs> states yeah. on account of being old, and uh, yeah, so. That came to an end uh, because just it just didn't work as a joint venture. Um, units did really well actually, mm-hmm. and there wasn't basically a job for me in in Nando's. Um, so then I went to Lock Fine for a couple of years, and actually it was it was a job I didn't really the whole full service model dealing mm-hmm. with with all it wasn't it wasn't my natural habitat. Um, did that for a couple of years, and luckily got a call back from from Robbie and the guys at, mm-hmm. at Nando's and. Hey, how about rejoining? And I rejoined for another eight years. So 10 years in Nando's yeah. altogether. And that was unbelievable. My kids still haven't forgiven me for leaving Nando's, basically. So, um, <laughs> and who was all there? The things that like Julia and... Yeah, Julia yeah. Osmond was there. Yeah. And you had Craigie, Williamson. And it was the Wild West. Eh? Yeah. And it, 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 literally everybody just kind of making it up as they went along. But with this amazing vision... Um, which was which came from Robbie and, and, and continues to come from Robbie and, and talk yeah. about heroes. That guy is just one of the most generous spirits I've mm. ever met. And I'm, yeah. I'm sort of a failed socialist, so I'm, I, I have a natural recoil for anybody that unfeasibly wealthy. Yeah. So I kind of want to dislike him a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but it's impossible because he's just he's he is one of the most genuine human yeah. beings. Yeah. Um, and I think you know people talk about corporate values, but Nando's values are real because mm. it's always been the most dear thing to Robbie, I think. And, yeah. and have they stayed the same all the way through? Yeah, and 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 are and they still are the same now? Yeah, hundred percent. Was it passion, pride? It's pride, passion. <laughs> it is pride, courage, passion, yeah. family, integrity. There yeah, we go. yeah, yeah. And and they've they've never come off, you know. And I, my looking back at it. When we were reviewing people at Nando's or, or assessing a situation, we wouldn't look at KPIs first. We'd look at values first. You know, yeah, so if yeah, you, yeah. Yeah, we used to do this thing called uh, the, 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 the we used to have this quarterly review thing, and and basically the the we get to the KPIs, yeah. but actually the values were the true measure of someone doing an amazing job yeah. or, or not in Nando's. Yeah. And you know, I'm I'm still uh, incredibly friendly with those guys, mm-hmm. and that that's still. Making them take. rules that roost, as yeah, it were. Yeah. You know, and it, it uh, it's amazing, and, and 
I think a lot of the really positive things that you see, you know, in terms of menu development, those guys are off the scale, you know, engaging with with different sectors off the market, you know, they're off the scale because they're genuine. Yeah. Um, commitment to to environment off the scale because they you know they're genuine and they've got champions for everything because they've got a whole bunch of passionate people and it's just drilling down into well, what's your passion. At the time mine was skateboarding. Yeah, so yeah. I ran these amazing skateboard events for Fernando. Oh, cool. Um which in retrospect everybody thought was like a real marketing coup. But really Robbie was just like, hey you like skateboarding, what do you want to do? And I was just like, I wanna throw yeah, skateboard yeah, yeah. parties with chicken and <laughs> yeah. you know throw in DJs and I think example DJ one of them and you wow. know it, and it was just super good fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it came back to that that pride, that passion. Um, and actually when you've got that the whole courage value that, that that's pretty easy actually because everything else comes together. And yeah. uh, 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 ten years at Nando's I needed to move on for you know to learn more things and, and, yeah. and sort of expand my horizons. Yeah. Um, probably the most difficult decision I've ever had to make because I didn't want to leave. Because of safety or comfort or it I, couldn't get any better maybe? Everything. Yeah. You know, it was, it was just, you know, when you talk about everything being super fun, yeah. every day you're winning on all fronts. Yeah, you know, yeah. commercially the, the business is knocking it out of the park. Yeah. Everything is, is you know, you're right at the, the, the spear point of innovation within the sector. Yeah. You know, there's there's global potential and, and everyone can take their, their, their yeah. place, you know, somewhere within that potential. Yeah. Um, but more than anything, you know, you wake up and you know, people talk about this all the time, but it, it's fun to go to work. Well, I think something, and this has a lot of similarities with, with Pret for mm. sure as well. And I think when you work for a brand that you know is so loved universally, mm. that gives you an instant pride and an instant you know whereas if you're working with a struggling brand or a brand that's you know used to be good and all these things that has an effect on you as well but you know when you work for, I mean if you work with Apple or you work with Google or you, work with, you know just one of those absolute top of the league teams yeah then, I think also you know, I, and this is a big thing I think that you know we're, we're, we're going through commercially rough times and 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 I think for some businesses, it's easy to sort of sidestep morality and how you treat people, planet, all the rest of that sort of stuff. But within Nando's, there, there are no moral um, clashes mm. because they're they really just try to get better yeah. at everything they do. And, yeah. it, and you know, it's the stuff money can't buy. Yeah. You know, like I say, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a failed socialist. I'm a conflicted capitalist. And that was never an issue at Nando's. Yeah. And that's why it was so difficult to leave. Because it, 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 all those things, you know, you're just totally in the right place. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and, and you're innovating. And you get free Nando's for life. <laughs> and what were you... So you were up at Ops Director or was it Ops? Uh, no, I was, I was uh, Regional MD, they used to call. But okay. basically I looked after North London. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. So. And then what was the Marcel favourite? Did you have an under-the-counter... Hack Nando's, or I, I was still, the I, st- I still have an amazing hack at Nando's actually. And when I go, and I, I took it from um, a lot of Brazilians in Nando's, and what Brazilians do, they, they, they cut all the sweet corn off the cob. So I take the, the sweet corn off the cob uh-huh. with rice, um, the, um, the hot livers, which yes. nobody, nobody ever livers orders. Nobody great. ever orders the livers. They're really good. But they come with the Portuguese roll. Uh-huh. But the secret is tell them not to give you the Portuguese roll and have some of the garlic bread. You cut up the garlic bread, right. put it all together with the rice and with the sweet corn, and then uh, you put extra hot sauce on it. Uh-huh. And it, That's it. It's, it cures all ills, especially <laughs> a bad mood, should you, be, should you have one. It nice. is, yeah. So in fact, say, talking about it now kind of makes me... Well, that's the thing I always found, but Nando's, it was, it was actually genuinely craveable. Oh, yeah. Like, when it clicked into your head, it was like having a caffeine addiction or a drug addiction or, you know, whatever it was. You just always were like... Yeah, I had Nando's at least seven times a week mm-hmm. for ten years of my life. Yeah, yeah. And I still Jones for Nando's Every single week. <laughs> I, I'm probably down to once every two weeks. Um, you're actually itching as you're doing it. You're yeah, no, no, it's, 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 dude, I love that. Uh, and, and I don't know anyone right-minded that doesn't. I think it's a good, actually, good 
test of a human being. If you don't like Nando's, well, maybe we can't be friends. <laughs> <laughs> and then was it straight to Five Guys after that? Yeah, yeah so just straight and straight to MD? Or? Uh, ops director, actually, uh-huh. and, and, and joined that business as joint ops director with, mm-hmm. with uh, an American lady. And, and I think John, the CEO, uh, I think his strategy was, well, if I hire a British one and an American one, one of them was bound to work out. Yeah, yeah. Um, and actually both worked out because we both had completely opposing strengths, weaknesses, completely different yep. um, approach to business. And, and Judy is her name, and she's she's brilliant. But she's still totally, here? Yeah, yep, yeah. Yep. I know she stayed in the UK uh-huh. and um, and continues to thrive. Uh, you know, unbelievable operator. Um, and and real nuts and bolts mm-hmm. person. Whereas I'm the I'm the people guy. I'm the market guy. Yeah. You know, and you know where do you where do you find things and, and all the lessons I learned or some of the lessons I learned hopefully yeah, yeah. Uh, at Nando's really came to play. So we were a really great partnership. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's what John intended. If if it was, he was a genius, <laughs> or if he just intended to to mitigate risk, um, mm-hmm. then that was a clever play as well. So no um, ops director for the first two years. And then into brand development and, and helped them open, uh, obviously, France, Spain and Germany as well. So it was a hell of a ride. The deal was 100 sites over over five years, and that's exactly what we did. The only thing that was changed from the day that we, the deal that we did on day one was that instead of 100 in the UK, we, we added France, Spain and Germany. So oh, just nice. an insane ride. And again, fortunate enough just to learn a ton there as well. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, heartbreaking to leave Nando's, but... but Falling into that was yeah quite lucky really lucky that was yeah. super lucky no yeah. I'm, I'm blessed dude. and what about with five guys what was the first site for that where, where was the that's Covent Garden so that was Covent Garden on the corner yeah which was like flagship crazy big statement absolutely and it's actually Mikey Gardner the property director mm. for Nando's who oh, who okay. yeah. we have to thank for that because his you know on my way out I'm like dude any any advice and his thing with with five guys was look. You know, you're going into this brand new adventure. My advice is figure out whether it's going to work or mm. not really, really quickly. Mm-hmm. So, go effectively, uh, effectively go big. Oh, you know, don't, 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 don't play around. Um, and then we had the the amazing good fortune of having Shake Shack. Uh, we were supposed to o- open on the same day, which was July fifth. Yeah. Which, because of Independence Day, I thought, well, that's stupid. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. come. A, let's beat Shake Shack to the punch because. <laughs> mildly competitive yeah, yeah. Um, and B why wouldn't you open an American brand on the 4th of July so we we we, we you know, pipped him to our opening by one day and both of those brands I mean we yeah. both just came out of the gates yeah. in, in ways that you know you can only dream of um, and Shake Shack doesn't seem to be faring as well as Five Guys does it? they haven't grown as, 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 as quickly mm-hmm. um I think they're fairly happy yeah, with with the, with the business that the, that they have. Um, Danny Myers is is I've never met the man, but you know I, I read his books like He's everybody no else fool, in the yeah. industry. He's, you know <laughs> the, the guy is a, a guru. Yeah, um, big fan of Shake Shack. Um, but yeah, we 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 outrun them, and, and we were very conscious in wanting to outrun them, yeah. wanting to outgun them, and we scrapped over some sites, and they won some. We. One more, which was, <laughs> <laughs> which was a great place to be. Well, I think my first one was Milton Keynes. Okay, think. yeah, yeah. But my first American one was Seattle, so I was out actually helping Mod Pizza. Okay, um, wow. So okay. I was out seeing them, and uh, I saw a Five Guys next to my hotel. I was like, I've got to go to America one, just yeah. see if there's any. But I was oh, Five Guys is a beautiful it's thing. Great thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, no. it's, it's not like there's bleaker, and then there's kind of other burgers for me, but I think it's. I, Five Guys is top five for sure. Yeah. Like every time, you know, and I think, and also what it does, it travels really well. Yeah. You know, when you do a delivery or whatever, you know, I'm constantly living in hotels and all the rest of it. But um, yeah, I always found it, it travels. Yeah, really you know, well. I, I, I think there's a, a and I'm, 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 not, I'm not a believer in burger monogamy. Um, <laughs> and um, Bleaker, I think, I have to sit near the top. I think they're unbelievable. You know, talk about values. Uh, I know you had Zan on, on, on the podcast yeah, the other day. She's amazing. an absolute legend. Mm-hmm. And surrounding herself with with a team of legends as well. Real believers in that business. Amazing. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that, that that's a favor. I think, actually, um, 
honest, going from strength oh, brilliant. to strength. Yeah, the to boys strength. are coming on soon. Yeah. I really just, yeah, yeah. again, so much respect for that's the way they do business as yeah. well. But first and foremost, as a dude who likes burgers, damn, that's a good burger. They're very good. Um, my favorite burger actually is, is uh, Banners in Crouch End. Just a one-off. Huh. I don't know if you've been. No. I'll take you. I'll buy you a It is sensational. Oh. But it's, it's a one off and it's, you know, they've, got, they've well, been there for like 20 years. I could return the viewer because um, one of the best ones that I think as well is Troll Burger, which know. is just outside Brighton Station. So if you're down at a gig. What's the Brothers one in Brighton? It's Burger good. Brothers. They're pretty good as well. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah. I got best. Um, best in the UK a couple of years back. I mean, even the way we're talking, the whole yeah. idea of burger monogamy is clearly yeah, not insanity. Not <laughs> From Supersonic Inc., this is the Mark McSee Supersonic Marketing Podcast. Just a friendly reminder that this podcast is brought to you by the good folk at BDO. BDO have been long-term supporters of the hospitality sector and they are really passionate about supporting innovative entrepreneurs on their journeys and they also want to give you the right advice and support to grow your business. Just in case you don't know, BDO provides tailored advice to the sector across corporate finance, due diligence, tax and all accounting matters. BDO work tirelessly to give their clients the advice that they need when they need it to succeed. For more information on BDO and how they can take your business to the top, go to bdo.co.uk. Hashtag ad. So then five guys and then just a kind of natural wanting to do some itching to go and do something else or no, you had done the, the plan? The, yeah, I'd done the plan. The gig was the gig was 100 sites over five years. Um, learned a lot. There's, a, there's also, I think, you know, as, as I get older, I, I kind of... I'm a slow learner, like I said, it took me <laughs> 30 years to flip burgers in the same you, you kind of figure out what you're good at and, and maybe what you're not so good at. Yeah. Um, and, you know, businesses get to, a, to a, a, a critical mass where the priorities shift, you know, and, and all of a sudden, you know, the thing that you might be good at, I mean, so the thing that I'm not particularly brilliant at is finding that last 0.02% of margin or being like super, super clever at figuring out how to optimize labor. You always have to use the word optimize when you're talking yes. about labor, you can't just say. Or talking about you with earlier on. Yeah, exactly, all that sort of stuff. And it, it, that's just not my gig. You yeah. know, that's, that's not what yeah. excites me. And, mm-hmm. and, and as an extension, I don't think I'm, you know, there's many people in, out there are much better at it. Yeah. Um, so I think that we're, we're you know, just, just opening new territories, opening new stores. Creating new new families and tribes and, and you know it's this whole belief thing, you know that's what I love. That's yeah. that's when it doesn't feel like work to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and I think that's what Five Guys taught me. And I enjoyed it so much. I was like, well, maybe let's see if I can do that again. But probably on a smaller scale. I think you know, you know Thunderbird certainly doesn't have um, <laughs> Five Guys aspirations uh, in terms of growth trajectory but we do have five guys aspirations in terms of having as much fun um, and taking quality super super seriously and again a ton of stuff I learned from from actually the, the founders of, uh, of five guys the Morel family mm-hmm. they're people think of five guys is this thing that just exploded out of nowhere but actually the the, 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 the father and the five sons his name that's why it's five yeah. guys um it took them 15 years to run the first five restaurants. And what that time period was that? Was that the that 60s was, I, or 70s? No, 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 dude. I haven't been around that long. It was oh, like the late 80s. Was it? Yeah. 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 Uh, so it was uh, 87. Okay. So I remember about prep time. Prep was 86. Yeah. 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 And then, and, and so from 87 ish, not 1986. It was 1986, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so 1986, and then they. Had five restaurants for, for 15 years, and in 2002 they went to franchising, and that's when it just went insane. But so all the hard lessons were learned by real human beings with names. It's almost like you know the the, the Beatles, where you've got the smiley one of the each one of the brothers has got has got a different thing they're totally obsessed with. So you've got one guy who's literally 
obsessed with the, the cooking process behind fry. So you've got fry fire well, guy, and you've got the bun guy, you've got the meat guy, you've yeah. got the cleanliness guy, you've got the training guy. But everything in Five Guys, you've got such a solid line between what's right and what's almost right, and what's always right, mm. almost right, sorry, is never good enough for Five Guys. Yeah. And that comes from a family. You know, so the, the, I guess the, the similarities between Nando, Nando's has got Robbie as a, you know, just a gatekeeper of, of the business he wants to have. Mm. And, and Five Guys are, remain incredibly lucky that they've got, you know, the Morel family who are the complete... Are they still around? Yeah, still yeah, and they're totally active in the business. Oh, wow. And those guys are serious. You know, it's... it's, it's scary? Is it scary to meet them? Or? No, it's really cool. You know, you get competitive. Being on the grill, being on the grill is... I, I, I love being in kitchens, funny enough. Um, and I think I'm, I'm, I'm pretty decent on a five-guys grill. There's a lot of guys that can kick my ass. But I, I can hold my own on the busiest shift and, and not sink the ship, and you know I'm, I'm not bad. But when you do that with one of the original brothers, yeah, and they, they literally, after all these years, a they're super super passionate about it, <laughs> and they're still the best in the business as well, which is mildly infuriating because they're even some, older than me. Um, <laughs> did you get sort of nervous if they were? No, no, they're they're they're, they're, they're yeah. down there with human beings. Yeah, they're yeah. completely humble. The dad as well is just. It's a funny story, you know, before we open up Covent Garden, um, I, for me, it's only burgers and chips or chicken and chips. It's yeah. not, we're not saving the world here, you know, how serious can you take it? But anyway, we, we signed on the lease in, in Covent Garden and it was a really big thing. And we basically, without getting into, into boring numbers, it needed to come out of the gates being the highest volume five guys in the world from day one, bigger than Times Square, or otherwise we'd have kind of bet the farm the wrong way. Wow. Anyway, so the night before opening, and I'm, I'm pacing around, and Jerry, um, and Jerry's an older guy. I'm not sure how old, but he's like, Marcel, what's, what's wrong? I'm like, well, dude, you know, it's like, <laughs> it's, a, it's a pretty big step that we've taken here. And, you know, if, if, what if nobody turns up, you know? <laughs> and, uh, and he's like, well, just make sure that, you know, the burger's good, and they'll tell their friends, and they'll tell their friends. And he was completely yeah. zen about it. Yeah. Um, and just absolute belief in the product, yep. and everything was okay. Yeah, but actually, I saw I'm, the cues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was. I mean, we're blessed, obviously. But it, it, I've never forgotten his calm, and 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 that was based on a. He, he knew the burgers would get. Well, I think I think that's experience that does that, isn't it? Where you know you being a little having a little bit more grey hair you know and, and being able to talk to you and, and just saying and there's that Scottish phrase stick to your knitting okay yeah yeah you know yeah, yeah, yeah. so it is just you know keep your eye on the on that there's things you can control and there's things you can't control so I guess it's absolutely and, stick you know, to you what know, you can control funny enough I was having the same conversation and the, the one thing you for better or worse you can't control sales you know, you can control the quality of your product. Yeah. Um, you can have systems in place that make sure you get better and better and yeah. better. And we've got the Matt, the founder, is obsessive about that. Um, you know, you can control the environment that you create for your crew, the environment you create for your customers. We can't control, so don't worry about that. Just worry about the. And look, I'm a I'm a failed musician. You know, I'm not the brain of Britain, and I think people that overcomplicate hospitality. It's funny, you know, people talk about hospitality. People talk about food and beverage. Food and beverage is, to me, just such an accounting term. And if you refer to yourself as a food and beverage business, yeah, yeah I'm never quite sure what side of it. You know, it's, yeah. it's hospitality. Make your crew feel welcome. Make your delivery guys feel welcome. Make everyone feel welcome, care about them. And it, it's not, you don't need to be the brain of Britain to, to sort of earn your crust in, in, this, in this trade. I think, I think it's a huge thing, you know, and, and it is... I mean, I was, I was doing a podcast this morning over in Chelmsford, and these guys are actually like, um, they do like a, they've got a kind of farm, country farm park for, you know, families and kids, and they've got family activity centres and all that, but the hospitality was there. Yeah. So I had to wait a little bit for the guy to be ready. Can I get you a coffee? And then they took me into the shop, have whatever you want, take whatever you want, take coffee. And then the, I called an Uber, I got an Uber, to take me back, and... Um, they said, do you want a coffee for your driver? Mm. And it was just, you know, but whereas I've been in hospitality businesses all this week yeah. and you're working for the company yeah. 
and A and one of them I get told off for taking photos in the place. Yeah. You not only take photos. I thought, so you've got and, and actually <laughs> it, and it was even worse that he yeah. thought I was a customer. Yeah. You know, and I was so I had a word with the guy, I said, look, I work with you, but also you can't speak to a customer like that. Yeah. And I say, well, you're gonna stop them taking a picture of them having a good time that they're then going to share on social that they're, you know. Yeah. And, and even if it's a bad time, you still want to know about it. Yeah. Regardless of what they're sharing, yeah. don't you want to know? It's, it's just crazy to me. So, and, and there's been a few people putting, um, so Vicky O'Neill, do you know Vicky? So she, she's, she works with six Sticks and Sushi and Vapiano and a cup. She's okay. she's sort of a, a another me kind of thing. She okay. does sticks and Sushi are. I spend way too much money in that place. I love yeah, it. It's brilliant. It's ridiculously brilliant. good. Yeah. You know the guys there, though, right? You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah. So she wrote something about it's, it's incredible the amount of business I've been in this week, where it's a hospitality business that's forgotten to be hospitable, mm-hmm. and I think it depends on your view in life and when it when people say F&B as you say they're going from a spreadsheet out mm. whereas you should be going from sort of good times in it's just it's a different yeah, way it's of a, it's, it's, life, it's a know? weird thing you know and I, I this is this is a completely politically incorrect thing to say but all the guys that you know go to Lausanne or the catering colleges and all those I've never put too much stock mm. in that you mm. know and 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 the people I've enjoyed working with most are people that came in from the ground up. Yes. You know, and those to me have always been the champions in businesses that I've, it's never been. Yeah. It's the, the, it been the accountants. So I'm always amazed that so many heads of businesses are removed. Mm. And I, th- I, I think there's some big correlation between CEOs across all industries. I'm not sure what it's like in, in, in catering, someone should do the numbers that come from finance and I think that's interesting because yeah. it's probably reflected not for, for better or for worse yeah, you know yeah. I'm, I'm not saying it's a bad thing yeah. um, I'm saying I, I probably don't skew that way yeah. you know I know you, you had Tom and, and uh, Pizza Pilgrim guys and, and they don't skew that way either and the people that I you think no they, you know it's heart and soul you know and yeah. you know all the crazy shit they come up with with their yeah. pizza it's amazing yeah. because it comes from the heart yes. it doesn't it's come natural. from you know, a textbook or a theory yeah, or, a or you know, or, a marketing yeah. workshop. Let's, yeah, yeah, yeah. let's, I don't even know the phrases, yeah. let's mothball idea, or whatever yeah. the word, you know, <laughs> no, it comes from. I think it's, just I think it's awesome. a mind shower. You have oh, whatever. Is, it, is that a mind shower? Apparently, you're not allowed to say, well, you can say whatever you want, but um, I think brainstorm can be a derogatory term. So mind shower. I've never had a you're mind shower. You're not going shower. to say that, are you? You're not sexy. going to say the that. The way you say it, it sounds sexy. It's just got a jacket. Yeah, I just try and avoid all those kind of bullshit words and bullshit terms. But mind think, shower. Yeah, I think it was something like that. Yeah. I'll do a wee fact check. I've never on had that. one, so maybe try everything once. <laughs> it's just a brainstorm session. But I think, um, I, I think you, you know, you're right. And I think also there's two types of ops people as well, where there is the ones that are a lot more blue, if you like, and financial and zeros and ones. And there's a, you know, you're talking about percentage of CEOs that are finance. I think the percentage of CEOs that are also that type of ops person. Yeah, and, and, and maybe and, not so much a people person, you know? Yeah, I read something really funny. I think there's more CEOs called John than there are female CEOs. Uh, yeah, I think you I know, it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and you know, if if you're a person of any intelligence, you'll know that diversity leads to better mm. systems. You know, so you know whether you're talking about gender or or certain perspective, and of course you need the financial perspective, but you also need the hospitality perspective. Yeah. You know, it's good to be, you know, full of confidence and hoods, but it's also amazingly important to be humble and to have all those things together. Yeah. Um, and I think Zan spoke about it beautifully, actually, the other yes. day. Um, yeah, yeah. And and again, the reason the reason Pizza Pilgrim is awesome, the reason Bleaker is awesome, is because. You know, they're real humans yeah. who understand the value of um, diversity. And that actually is a commercial position Yes, yeah. to have. And, and anyone that doesn't have it, yeah. and the stats are in, right? I mean, yeah. it, 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 businesses with a female board member run better than businesses without. That's, that's a stone-cold statistic. So if you're ignoring that, well, just yeah. 
read the data? Well, I think I, I razzed on a little while ago. I've been doing a few speeches a little while back, and, and I ended up sort of targeting white male 60 year olds that kind of ran our industry. And it was actually getting at them, not really about diversity, which I know is a big thing, but it was actually about digital. And I was just going, your only reference point is your 14 year old daughter, yeah. you, and, and also your ego's too big for you to learn about digital. And then, therefore, you make bad decisions. You make it's not bad your natural decisions. language. Yeah. But I remember, because I was there when you spoke, and what I remember from it, I might have got it completely wrong, correct me, but it was, read the data. It's all it's all out there. Yes. And if you can't read the data, find someone who can. Yeah. Get um, out of the way. And, and, yeah. and because reading the data is, we've never been more, I remember your speech really well. Right? <laughs> you were good. Um, it, in that there's never been more information mm. and if you're not interested in it you're a bit of an idiot yeah. um, and if you don't know how to get it that, that's okay you yeah. know there are lots of people who can yeah. and just let them just, yeah but for God's sake listen to the good stuff listen so you can do more of it and listen to the bad stuff so you can fix it yeah, yeah. Um, or maybe don't yeah. and, and die yeah <laughs> get shot in the head get shot in the head yeah, yeah. So then with Five Guys then, you had a little bit of time off yeah. and your Instagram game was so strong. Thank you. <laughs> My life game was strong. I was, can I tell you, it was, it was amazing. I, I, I took a break, listened to a ton of music, went to a, a, amazing gigs, took an American David road trip. Bond. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't bad. Anna Kelvin. I, I did, it was, it was amazing. Uh, I saw Springsteen on Broadway. That was an amazing time off. I, I, uh, I, I'm obsessed with the mess that's America in the words of Marina and the Diamonds um, but took a road trip with my kid all the way down the west yeah. west coast and actually we spent most of the East East 22 um, how many kids you got? I got two 19 uh, and 20 yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and blessed I like good bo- uh, two boys right? Yeah. I like good lads yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, they like chicken um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we just listened to music yeah. you know and and that whole lowbrow sort of American culture mm-hmm. you know you've got your sub pop um, yeah. stickers you know go to the home of sub pop and then and just you know, stood over the waterfall for Twin Peaks and just amazing to actually take some time off uh, I was very lucky uh, five guys treated me very well on the way out which was cool uh, how long was it was it a year you got or was it nine months or? no I, t- I was, I was going to take a year off um, ended up being six months uh, then did a consultancy for uh, for Olenstein for a couple of months, oh, three yeah. months. Yeah, got signed on by those guys. Uh, did some work with them, um, and out of that went to uh, d- decided probably that, that that being a consultant is again not mm-hmm. you don't get to own the victories or, or the defeats. No. And uh, so it, 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 some people that are probably really really good at it. Mm. It's funny enough. I kind of don't believe in consultants. So <laughs> being a consultant is like, whoa, yeah. what are you doing? Uh, that, that was an amazing business going from strength to strength. Yeah. And really amazing opportunity for me to get a look in um, and, and hopefully they, they like the fact you know the, the bits I did for them but um, yeah then through Brandon Stevens yes Tortilla Tortilla yeah. uh, total brother in arms um, uh, he introduced me to, to Thunderbird mm-hmm. and said hey join the gang and, and my intention at that point I was thinking hey this consultancy yeah. is it's okay but I was like <laughs> ah, actually maybe this suits me better so yeah, my, my, my year in the sun was cut short yeah. uh, and I traded it in for chicken and chips. And so did you just go and sort of meet that? I mean, what did they have at the time? Like a couple of stalls, one stall? No, no, two, 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 two businesses, both street food. So mm-hmm. Dynorama, which is just a wing bar. That yeah. open, you know, that's, that's it was Thursday. the first one in on the yeah. left, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. 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 I, and you know, that's got, that continues to have a cult following. And so many people, um, find out about Thunderbird and, and all the other guys that are there and I think what Jonathan Downey's put together is you know the guy the guy is awesome and you know you talk about people with heart and soul Jonathan is married to street food that guy is a total believer amazing um, yeah, yeah big big fan um, and uh, yeah so I had Diner on the wing bar and uh, one in Giant Robot in Canary Wharf yeah. where you know Thunderbird took the lion's share of 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 uh, of the trade and um, yeah that was that was interesting and yeah. on, the, on the back of that secured some private equity I came in with the private equity mm-hmm. um, 
and yeah, let's see what happens. And what what was the sort of story then? What was the beginnings of Thunderbird? I mean, how old and what happened and the name and all that jazz? Yeah, so, so, so Matt Harris, the founder, is a race car driver, failed race car driver, went to America to drive in NASCAR. I still, Matt and I are super close, known him for six months. I still actually don't know what NASCAR You don't is. know what it is? No, it's oh. about people drive really fast in circles. Yeah, well, it's just like a grown, you know, like an F1 race. You know, like the Formula One cut, like Lewis Hamilton and all that. Sort stuff. of, yeah. I find it totally uninteresting. Oh, oh, do you know the cycling on the uh, at the Olympics? Where, yeah, yeah, where yeah, it's like yeah, that. Exactly. It's, like, it's just that with cars, Which but is, on a much bigger scale. Yeah, so that, but you, you just do laps. And when you talk about it, Matt's eyes still light up That's to this like day. A religion, and to me, it's yeah. just like. It's not like a religion. Literally the dumbest thing you could. You're driving around really fast in a circle (laughs) when you could be eating chicken and and drinking beer, or you know, go go to an art show or do something. Anyway, so uh, so he went to America in 2008, and right before the financial crash, Mm -hmm. uh, his finance dried up. Um, So he just drove around the southern states and fell in love with 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 the food. Notably, fried chicken, which Americans do really bloody well, and, and barbecue as well. Came back to London for a while. I had a job he he hated. Mm. Um, got completely smashed, and bought a, a an old ambulance off eBay for twelve hundred quid, and decided to start a, a street food business called Barbecue Lab. And I've got all these amazing photos of him basically just torching big chunks of meat in his kitchen and. Blast cryo, doing all kinds of weird technical science stuff to food. Yeah. Um, didn't go that well until he put some wings on the menu, and all of a sudden the wings outsold oh. all the other stuff in Barbecue Lab. Right. And he thought, hey, that's that's pretty cool. Um, it was right at the start of, of Wing Fest. Which have you been to Wing Fest? I've heard of Wing. It's a glorious day. Yeah. Come, 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 wait, come, wait, come, wait, come. Wait. come. I'm it? not sure where it is this year. We're, we're competing again. Though. Okay, great. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, so three months after launching Wings in his barbecue lab, uh, won Best Wings in London up against some, some yeah, you know, I'm not um, wing monogamous either. There's some amazing chicken yeah. players out there and, and each one of them has got something different. I could, yeah. I, I could reel off 10 amazing chicken joints in London. Apart from what was your favourite wings then? What would you see your... Wingman, I think Wingman, who, wing uh, who've won it a couple of times as okay. well over... Um, they're amazing. Um, I I really like a classic American uh, buffalo wing and the uh, Passion Avenue. I don't know if you know Passion Avenue. No, no. It's a Philly cheesesteak place ah. uh, up by Warren Street, and they do this the classic American wing, and right. I love that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Randy's Wing Bar. Those guys are pals. I think yes. they're amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, in terms of what else? What else? Got good chicken game. I think Butchie's. You know, yes. a, a butchie's burger yeah. is a chicken burger is a thing of yeah. wonder. Yeah. Uh, those guys are on fire. Orange buffalo, orange buffalo is amazing. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm in rough trade all yeah. the time, yeah. Yeah. and I, I mean, I'm there twice a week, and I think oh, yeah. at least one out of those two times, I'm hitting up orange buffalo. I don't know the guys, yeah. but they're they're always super nice. And the guys manning that truck are always super super nice. Well, they used to be in um, a pub called the Joker in Brighton, which is near Meat Liquor. Ah, um, okay. So it's just kind of Preston Circus, just yeah. down from the... Meat Liquor do a mean, mean wing as well. Yeah, I think they, do, they do yeah, really yeah, good yeah. wings. really like them. Brewdog yeah. do really good wings as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. what's happening with Brewdog and Reds? Is that going to happen, do you think? I I think Reds were, were going to be doing some pop-up as kitchens, but maybe might go something more permanent, I don't know. Oh, sweet deal. Yeah, I, I, I think that'd be a... Be amazing really thing for everyone. I think, I think, you know, positive energy is what we need. Yeah. You know, and those, that, the Reds boys weren't short of that, and, and BrewDog aren't short of that, that, that feels fire right. either, yeah. you know, so, oh, amazing. It feels like, you know, when Lego Star Wars happened, and you just went, <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. It just, you know, Reds and BrewDog just yeah. seems such a good marriage, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, no, that'd be amazing. I don't know. I hope it does. Yeah, me too. I'll be, I'll me be too. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, so wings. So he's doing the wings, and it's all going well. Yeah. And then is he looking for investment? Does he get approached or what? No. Yeah. No. He 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 looked for investment. He got some yeah. angels on board in the yeah. in the first instance, um, and from there um, got the guys at Trispan. You know, yeah. and and Brandon's involved with those guys. You got Robin Rowland, Ian Edwards. You know, you got you got you got some real the dream team. <laughs> yeah, just amazing perspective, but all yeah. very different perspectives actually. Right. And I think that's 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 what makes it good. And and 
Um, they've been an amazing team to, to work with. I had a board meeting last week and uh, we're talking about all the right things. Yeah. Um, and actually what we're not discussing are all the wrong things. You know, it's a, how do we make it awesome? Just be, and I say the same things to my guy, just be awesome. Yeah. You know, and uh, don't overcomplicate it. And we haven't got 10 steps of service yet. And, you know, it's a brand new thing. So we're trying to figure out how, you know, what's the, what's the best prep system? What's the best this system, best recruitment system? And actually, the shortcut, I always have the same answer, which sounds terribly superficial, but it's, it's just, just be awesome. Yeah. You know, and, and those are the kind of conversations we're having. It's early days for us, and, and we're literally just kind of making it up as we go along. But we're listening, I think, to your point. You know, listen to the, the, listen to the market, listen to your... Yeah. And, and I always think of the crew as my market as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, because I, I think so many operators just... Well, I think it's so... Take that for granted, yeah. But it's so intertwined yeah. as well. The people that are working with you genuinely are your customers as well, and there's that nice symbiotic yeah. thing going on, which is really good. And then what about... Um, so how many sites now? Well, we've got the two street food sites, yeah. so we're still, we still operate in, in Dynarama and Giant Robot and love being part of street food and... and, and I mean, I love street food anyway, so even if I wasn't operating there, I'd be paying attention because it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great place to, mm. to learn and understand what, you know, again, come back to listening and, and seeing and smelling what's working, what's not. You know, it's the height of competition, I think, in the street food world. So we've got that, and we had our sort of in-betweeny, sort of not quite street food, not quite proper grown-up, yeah. you know, almost like a pop-up here in, 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 um, in Market Row in Brixton, which is just, oh, it's such a joy to operate in Brixton. I love it. The and energy, is it energy a permanent site, that one? Or is it a residency? Or? We'll, we'll figure it out. Okay. Yeah, we're <laughs> we started off as a pop-up. Okay. And uh, yeah, we'll figure it out. But it, it was meant to be a bridge between, um, between street food mm-hmm. um, and, and grown-up sites. Yeah. Um, so yeah, first grown-up site opened up, uh, I think, five weeks ago now in the O2. O2. Uh, opened rather nicely and then opened up Villiers Street between Embankment um, yeah. and yeah, uh, and um, Chairman Cross opened that up last week and that's that's really, um, yeah, come out of those really, really, yeah. really happy. So. And what happened in terms of the brand development then? So you go along and you see the two sites, you know, the two, the two, uh, street food yeah. places you've got a name yeah. was there a logo that you kept or have you moved that on we've, we've, we've developed it uh-huh. and I think, I think it's one of the things that you know so, so Matt is the, the king of food uh, in, in Thunderbird world and uh, we both have really strong views as to design look and feel and we fight a lot right. <laughs> <laughs> we try and fight in fact we only fight behind closed doors so, you know, when we walk out the door in, in Thunderbird world, it's, it's the M&M show. We always yeah. agree on everything, but it, yeah. we kind of don't. Um, <laughs> and it's, it's like super early days, right? Mm. Um, I think we're probably... Where, where we both are totally convinced is we love the logo, which is a Thunderbolt with a little chicken wing. Uh, a little edge on the, the logo is, yeah. is, is chicken. So we're both married to that, and we're kind yeah. of married to nothing else. Mm-hmm. And I think... If we were, and we're married to, we've got a couple of dishes that we really think. Yeah. Which are? Right there. The chipuffalo wing yes, is, yes, is, is a thing of, of, of wonder. Yeah, it's yeah. just got perfect balance. It's, 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 it's entirely possible yeah. that Matt finds a way to make it even better. Yeah, yeah. But we're kind of like, wow, yeah, we're in love with you. Um, <laughs> you know, so the, on, on the food side, you know, we're, we're really confident. And, and, and Matt has, and the food has earned its stripes there. And, and again, it wasn't. It's not us saying that. It's yeah. it's, it's it's our customers yeah. saying that. Um, everything else up for grabs, yeah. you know. And, and we're a couple, you know, into our proper sites. We're yeah. five weeks in. So for us to have a, a defined view yeah. on our color scheme, our layout, the number of covers, yeah. our our cooking and prep systems yeah. that's insanity yeah you know and, and, and it's also not that much fun yeah um, and, and who did you work with on it who, who was Philip Watts Philip Watts oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh god great. they've done a really really yeah. good job with us love him yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Get him on something. but he did a lot of your stuff when I was there oh, so we got oh, of course yeah, yeah. yeah okay yeah, he, he likes a porthole that man yeah, yeah. 
And he likes chicken, which is good. No, really, I, I love... Phil turns up to meetings on his full-on bike. Yep. Yeah. And that alone makes him fun. No, but he's done a really good job. He's a legend. And, and, and really, he, he works with a really young team, actually. Does it? Okay. And, uh, and again, I, I think one of the reasons he's good mm. is because the people he works with are closer to to the cold face of design and, and, and so and the target audience potentially as well abs- absolutely yeah. so I, I think that's that, that's one of the reasons of his, his success but look we're not we're not married to any of those type of principles yeah. and I hope that in X amount of years time yeah. Matt and I are still fighting uh, yeah, because that, that's what keeps that's what keeps it going and, yeah. and Julie and I were the same at Five Guys so yeah. I love having a foil that that fights back yeah. uh, uh, I'm a bit scrappy uh, Matt's a bit scrappy so it works out pretty good well I think you've got a couple of things that I'm really enjoying just as a, a looker owner or onlooker um, I think Fry Gold is cool where did that come from? Like, that's a Matt original actually huh yeah and it, 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 I think it came from that what's that film how's that for a fried slab how's that for a slab of fried gold oh. I think it's from um where they fight zombies and they throw records at zombies to oh, kill Shaun of the Dead. That's the one. I think. Right. I think it's from Shaun of the Dead. So yeah. Nick Frost, yeah, his Instagram name is Fried Gold. Is it? Yes. I should know that. You've got to get in touch with Nick Frost because he's got to love chicken. I got to do that. Okay. It's My fried, other one. fried gold. Have you seen? Have you seen the other one? Mm, Am I allowed no. to get undressed on a podcast? Yeah, we'll, we'll edit that out. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I can show this. What have you got? Um, I'll show it back. Oh, like it. You know what that's from? No. Uh, so, so Matt was fried gold, and I was, um, it comes from The Outsiders. Stay gold, oh. pony boy. But that's not where it came from for me. Right. It's, uh, there's a skate brand called America, okay. and they ran a, uh, a whole campaign, and it was stay gold and stay pure. And, and, and my kid, my youngest kid, yeah. who, uh, at the time, the three convoys were all obsessed with skateboarding. I think Ooh. I'm still the only one that, that remains obsessed with skateboarding. But anyway, he had all these Stay Gold stickers oh, all over his bed, oh. over his head. So for me, Stay Gold yeah, is like, nice it's like, a, it's like a little nudge yeah. to the outsider, a little nudge to skateboarding, a little nudge to my kid. Uh, you know, and that's the kind of fun, yeah, yeah, you yeah. just get to do that. You know, and at Thunder, so I'm just blessed in that, yeah, just have fun with it. Yeah. You know, and maybe some of it's good, maybe some of it's rubbish. Um, <laughs> but all, I think that's, that's okay. I think Thunderbolt's great. David Bowie as well and all that good stuff. Well, we were worried about because we had this logo before Brixton, but oh, and and Bowie is holy ground, yeah. you know. So you're like, well, we don't want to look like we're capitalizing on Bowie or trying to appropriate it in any sort of way. But then again, we kind of are who we are. Yeah. And no one's said anything about it yet, but I I hope people don't think that. No, that's <laughs> and that's good. And I really like the the color, the blue. Oh, cool. Yeah. And usually, blue is a weird color for a food company. So the, the, I'll be very open yeah, and honest yeah, here. Yeah. That's one of the things Matt and I fight over. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. can't we try a different color? And he's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> it, just, it is one of these. It was, it was actually, I, learned, I learned it really at you. And it was always, blue was almost a color warning sometimes in food and blue plasters and all these things. So blue in food was always just, you know, there aren't many blue foods really. You know, so it was always that kind of. But no, I think I think the the marriage of it looks Man, really people, nice. People like people like the gold. I was yeah. worried about the gold because it's like, is it a bit? You know, yeah. is it a bit bling? Is it a bit? But actually, people, and you know something, you can take this stuff too seriously. And I think the only sensible answer, uh, which is why I want to get you down and get 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 your whole uh, deeper perspective on mm. it, actually, is what are the different ways we can have fun with this? Yeah, you know, and. Let's never be married to. Let's be married to awesome quality. Let's be married to you know making sure our crew have a great time. You know, our restaurants are five out of five stars on, on, on cleanliness, and our customers feel like it was worth their, their cash coming in on the way out. You know, it doesn't have to change their life, but hey, I'm glad I spent my twenty quid there or whatever. Um, everything else, just have fun yeah, with it. I can move. Yeah. Also, your thunderbolt is um, Elvis, right? Taking care of business, TCB. Mm-hmm. So he always had a ring on that said TC. Everyone in his crew wore a Thunderbolt that said and it was almost Thunderbolt Chicken, but it was TCB. Seriously? Yes, taking care of TCB, business. TCB, TBC. Thanks. You're not too far away. Do I owe you for that? <laughs> 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 That's really good. That's good. Well, it's Elvis. So last couple of questions then, very quickly. Um, I mean, I've got loads more to ask you, but I'll, I'll, 
there's going to be other times we'll do this for sure. Cool. So um, I have a little thing at the end of my new podcast, which is called Mark Out of Ten, and we ask a couple of questions. So best city to eat in? God, is it, is it is it London? Is it New York? Is it Chicago or is it LA? Whatever it is to you, gun to your head. There's a gun to my head. Yeah, Chicago. Okay, good. Go, go Bills. Um, so that's cool. <laughs> um, best restaurant. Smoking Goat is on fire right yeah. now. I can't, <laughs> I'm just there. And I queue now as well. Right. When I first started going, I didn't have to queue. Now it's just like, yeah, you're totally be ready in two hours. And you're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just watch a box set. Well, oh, yeah. no, amazing. Yeah, yeah. Smoking Goat. Best dish? It's your buffalo wings and uh, Thunderbird. <laughs> Sorry. Best drink? Just go to drink the, the first thing that comes into your head. Brooklyn Defender. Drink. Defender. Mm. What colour label's that? Orange. Oh, okay. And it's got a superhero on it. So, it's, oh, right. yeah, okay, yeah. What's not to like about a beer with a superhero on it? Yeah. And uh, the last thing is worst meal, worst restaurant you've been to. Worst restaurant I've been to? There was an Indian restaurant I went to. I don't even know the name of it in Canterbury. Okay. And they just did everything wrong it's I'm so glad that there's like all these I went to Baba G the other day in uh, Kentish Town I just walked past that over there yeah yeah and, and, and no it's a different one that's that's Baba oh, BG oh, this right. is Baba oh, okay um, sorry and uh, nice guys actually in Kentish Town and they're you know, this whole new wave of good Indian yeah, yeah, um, yeah. oh you've got cricket just on the road here yes um, and there's so many players you know obviously I think most of them more, more than not are inspired by the Schumann doing their own yeah. trying to do the baby which again beautiful right yeah, yeah. Um, but there was, a, there was I think there was about a good 10 years when you know it was a real struggle to find a good Indian yeah. and thankfully those days are over or you just accepted what yeah, was there a little pain, bit yeah which you did but it, yeah it was pain, it that, was, that, that, that was painful <laughs> so I don't know the name of it it was just the worst Indian Anyway, luckily there's lots of good ones to choose from now. Good, yeah. good. And then the very last thing is um, just piece of advice for people that are looking to start up a restaurant or are on bad times right now and just need a bit of positivity. How to get through it? God, I think I think you know it's about knowing yourself and and working with people who know themselves and just honesty. Actually, it, I think is is. Being honest about things that are working, about who you are, who you want to be, yeah. and reconciling with that um, in terms of the, the, the personal side of things, but from a, from a business or quality perspective, yeah, just be, you know, if it's not quite right, just say it's not yeah, quite right. So. And, you know, celebrate when everything is awesome and, and actually really face into what's not. Amazing, and I think you know, Thunderbird. It's early days, and there's lots of amazing things to celebrate. There's also loads of things that are not right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and anyone that's in a startup business thinking it's different, yeah. you just you either lying to yourself or you're lying to whoever you're talking. So I, I think, I think there's a lot of solutions to be found mm. in being truthful. Yeah, and. I think the joy and optimism comes from finding solutions. Yeah. So I guess that's how that worked in my mind. I don't know if I've answered yeah, that question. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, makes sense. Cool. Right, Mr. Thunderbird. <laughs> Better let you go. Um, Mr. Oh, favourite Thunderbird? I, you, you, can I, I was going to say the one in the blue outfit. I don't know. No, it's, it's the green one. Is that two? Yeah, two. That is, is that two? There we go. Okay. Yeah. I should know. My kids used to play with Thunderbird. <laughs> and... and uh, yeah, two. Yeah, two for sure. Yeah. Well, every time. <laughs> right. Well, listen, thanks so much. Have the best time at Bleaker Times Pizza Pilgrims. I will do. Thank you. And uh, thank you. I'll see you soon. <laughs> so there you have it. What a legend. Just an incredible person to spend time with. It's the first time we've properly ever sat down. We've had a digital relationship and meeting each other at these conferences and things like that. But just to have the time to sit down and really chew the fat with Marcel Khan was just incredible. Do go and check out Thunderbird Chicken. It is just one of the best things I've had in a long, long time. And you can sample some of that fried gold. 
A huge thanks to Geron and Will for letting us use their office at Move Digital. A massive thanks to all of you that keep listening week on week, keep sending me messages of support and feedback. It's really, really great to hear. And please keep doing that. Please also share the Supersonic podcast with one friend on your social. Every little helps, as they say. We're really just trying to build this into something really big that can be of benefit to many. Massive thanks to Gaz and Gabby for all of their help in putting together the Supersonic podcast. It just wouldn't be the same without them, so thank you so much. So this is me, Mark McSee, signing off. I really hope you were entertained, actually, with this episode, but it also brought you some great value on what it takes to build great teams, great products, great concepts, and launch and grow great brands. And that it will help your brand boom.